You're listening to Indiana SRN, God's Word 24-7, and sports. This is Behind the Stripes. Thank you for joining us as we take an honest look at the men and women we call officials, the professionals who make it possible for us to enjoy the games we love. They are the authority on the field, on the courts, on the diamonds, and on the ice. Behind the Stripes is here to support our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Now, let's join our host, Keith Myers, and his guest for today's show. Well, welcome to week 13 behind the stripes, Keith Myers, our co-host Brenda Hilton. You can catch us and follow us at Indiana SRN on Twitter. If you'd like to contact Brenda, you can contact her at Brenda at officiallyhuman.com. My email, coach at indianasrn.org. Are you in a treat today? Patty Broderick joins us and Patty and I go back a long, long way. And, Patty, I took your advice many years ago. You told me to get out of the game and something I do well. Well, I think I can talk very well. And so I took your advice, and thank you so much for giving me the advice. No one yells at me anymore. That is for, that, that's just today, Keith. But you always did have that radio voice that, you know, should be broadcasted. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brenda, thank you for bringing – this is one of my favorite people, Brenda. Thank you so much. Yeah, Pat, Patty and I go go way back. She has, um, over the years, taught me a lot about officiating, and and probably one of the one of the reasons that officially human was started. Just the the stories over the years that that Patty told me, and um, you know, we kind of together said, wait, we got to do something about this. So she was she's been a great mentor and uh, cheerleader for me. So Patty, thank you so much, and again, it's a pleasure to have you on here and, and share your expertise and your stories with, with the listeners. So thank you. You're quite welcome. And thanks for inviting me. I'm looking forward to it. Patty, when did it all start for you? I know when I, I think every official remembers their first game, but when did it hit you that I can do this and I'm pretty good at this? Uh, when did that hit you? Well, uh, honestly, it hit me uh, in the backyard of my house because I had three brothers that had to cart me around everywhere, and they were all athletes, and we had a um, basketball goal in the driveway, so uh, uh, they had to take me along, and then I decided I would. they would look over at me and say, Patty, is that a foul or not? And I'm like, yeah, you just tore his arm off. It's a foul. So <laughs> that's kind of where it started, it, you know, as, as a little girl just sitting watching your brothers play basketball. You know, that's awesome. Patty, I love one of the things I love to when we when we have officials on on the podcast is just listening to how they got started. And and yours is a, a really good one just because you either you either got in the game or you ran inside and told mom and dad. So uh, kudos to you. Then then it all just kind of went to um, um, a um, I, I went to a Catholic high school in a Catholic grade school and uh, graduated my senior year and one of the monsignors came over and said hey CYO is getting ready to start Mm -hmm. a little girls program fifth and fifth and sixth grade seventh and eighth grade Uh, we need to get some we're trying to get some high school um, people to to coach them would you be interested and I said sure so it started out 1971 CYO in Indianapolis 
started a little girls basketball program. We coached. Obviously, we didn't have any money for referees, so you coached a game, and then you stayed and you refereed the next game so that we could get some kind of semblance of a, you know, a basketball game. Then the next year, CYO said, hey, we're going to pay for all of you volunteer coaches to go to the Indiana High School Athletic Association and take the officiating test so at least we know what we're doing um, because we still had to have that volunteer um, coach parent uh, program for officiating to get the league up and started. So I took the test and it's history after that. You know, that's my problem. I never went to, you know, I did CYO, but I never took the test, but that's the problem why I couldn't finish officiating. Okay. Patty, 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 you also worked the WNBA. You're, you're an assigner. Uh, you run your camp. Uh, I looked at your website, man, the camp has grown since the last time uh, I went to that camp long ago, but uh, is the younger officials getting uh, what the game is all about and how do we keep them in the game? I guess that's two questions that everybody wants to know every week. Uh, how do we keep them and do they understand the game? Um, you know, Keith, in, in my business, I am more focused on collegiate officiating, not high school officiating. So they're, they're different because in high school officiating, there is a lack of officials in every sport because there's really not a lot of money to pay the officials. Um, so, you know, you really don't want to spend a lot of time making anywhere between 30 and, I don't know, 75, 80, 90 dollars, whatever it is now. The high school ranks having somebody screaming and holler at you for, you know, 40 minutes. So collegiately, the fees have gone up a little bit, uh, a lot of bit in Division One. So we really don't have a problem retaining officials or recruiting or identifying officials in the collegiate game. Maybe, um, you know, junior college, Division Two, Division Three. It's not as good as in Division One, but in Division One, um, you know, our pool of officials is 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 long. And large, mm-hmm. Patty. To to that point on on the, we don't have a, a problem per se at the at the high division one um, level. But what happens when kind of that pipeline dries up a little bit? And and what do people need to hear listening to you today? On, hey, we need we need more people. This is how you get involved and. The, the payoff is great if they can just stick with it. So how do you, how do you see that pipeline, us trying to all work together to increase the number at the bottom? Well, you know, we, we always need to keep our pipeline going. And, and it's not to say that that um, at the college side that, that we don't need officials. For goodness sakes, we need officials. Um, basketball is probably one of the sports where uh, people – uh, gravitate to more than they do, you know, soccer, field hockey, all, you know, all, all those kinds of sports. Basketball is is a, a main sport, so a lot of people watch it. But as far as the pipeline goes, I mean, my goal is um, to retain what we have and to continue to improve and educate those that we have. And another main goal for me is to find more women and more minorities. Um, mm-hmm. I am I am structured more towards the women's game. I'm involved in the women's game. I have been my whole life, and um, we need more women, and we need more uh, 
people of color. So um, that's one of our main goals in our consortium, which is the Collegiate Officiating Consortium. Um, in that consortium, we have nine conferences. Eight of the, or seven of those are Division One. Two of them are Power Five, Big Ten, Big Twelve. Then we have Missouri Valley Conference USA, Horizon League, Mid American Conference, and the Summit League. And then uh, we have Division Two, which is the Great Lakes Valley Conference, which is um, located in Indianapolis, Indiana. And then we have the CCIW, which is the College Conference of Illinois, Wisconsin, and it's located in um, uh, Chicago. So, um, you know, we have a variety of officials. We have probably at least 300, 350 officials. We are, continue to um, have public service announcements on campuses to recruit former players. Um, those They have a, a, a great feel for what the game is about because they've been playing basketball since they, uh, what, five, six, seven, eight years old? How did, it's mm-hmm. AAU starts very young now. So it's a way for them to stay close to the game. Um, it's also, it can, it's an avocation that can turn into a vocation. Um, it uh, keeps them in shape. It's fun. You meet a lot of people. Um, you know, there's a lot of positives to officiating. Uh, I've never been involved with a, a, a bigger, better group that um, they service the student athletes of the country in every sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, how amazing for them to, you know, spend their time. Um, and, and a lot of them, um, they, they, they take it very seriously and, and they train and they educate. And, you know, they have a, a hard job because they run up and down the floor. And, you know, for predominantly most of the game, they're being yelled at. <laughs> it's not really fun to do. Right. It's not really fun to do. But, you know, look at the service that they're providing. They're providing a safe environment uh, for a, a student athlete to showcase their talents, to have a wonderful experience, and at the same time, um, enjoy playing sports. Patty, you know, 1999, I went to your camp, and uh, I'm going to take you back to memory. Uh, there was a fast break, and I had to go all the way down to the floor, and then the ball turned over four times. You were evaluating me, and you started cracking up because you told me I had to get in shape. These officials now, especially the younger officials and even the veterans, are so much better in shape, and the game is so much better because they are doing this almost all year long. Talk a little bit about the official staying in shape and staying in game shape as an official. Well, in my opinion, um, it, it, if you're going to be involved in, in athletics, obviously we know that means you, you're, you're dealing with athletes. Um, athletes condition. They spend their time practicing, um, training, lifting weights, running, all those kinds of things. And, and I think as officials – um, for us to adequately be able to cover the, the court, get up and down the floor, and run after, you know, athletes in my profession that are between 18 and 22, um, and the average age of, uh, of an official in the collegiate game is probably between uh, 45 and 50, um, you know, you need to pride yourself in having being in good condition um, and being able to um, – have good court coverage so that you can properly adjudicate the rules and 
uh, have that open look and that angle to, to see whether or not it's incidental contact or it's a violation or if it's illegal contact and a foul needs to be called. So um, I do think officials are spending a lot more time on their craft and in all areas besides training and educating, they also are conditioning a little bit better. And it doesn't mean, you know, you have to be the superior, the superior athlete and, you know, run a four minute mile. Uh, but it does mean that you need to look good in your uniform um, and you need to be able to get up and down uh, the floor in a, in a, in a, a professional and, and a, an athletic manner. See, Brenda, that's why I can't do it anymore because I can't eat nachos and blow the whistle at the same time. See, yeah, and I told you, I told you, Keith, you had to get rid of the roller skates. That didn't work in this sport. Well, it it worked pretty good until I broke my ankle. It it was okay. Hey, we're approaching halftime. You are listening to Behind the Stripes. It's Keith Myers, Brenda Hilton. If you like to contact myself or Brenda, you can contact Brenda at Brenda Hilton uh, at Brenda at officially human. Dot com or coach at indianasrn.org. We'll take a minute break. We'll come back after this. You're listening to Behind the Stripes on Indiana SRN. It's halftime at the Behind the Stripes podcast, powered by Indiana SRN, underwritten by the IHSAA and the Indiana Officials Association. If you would like to be a part of our sponsorship, please contact us at info at indianasrn.org. We want to hear from you. Contact Keith Myers at coach at indianasrn.org or Brenda at brenda at officiallyhuman.com. Now let's join Keith for the second half of Behind the Stripes, powered by Indiana SRN. Do you want to hear your favorite team on IndianaSRN.org? It's easy to do, calling all the play-by-play and colored commentary. High school sports, along with youth sport, Mr. Wizard is waiting for your call. Contact him at 317-443-0052. We're ready for every touchdown, basket, and goal. Contact Mr. Wizard, 317-443-0052. Becoming a licensed sports official is a great way to make a positive difference in the community and support the over 160,000 Indiana student-athletes that participate across 21 IHSAA sports. Sports officiating allows you to stay connected to the game, become a role model for our young student-athletes, earn extra money, and support the patrons and communities of our IHSAA member schools. To learn more about becoming a licensed IHSAA official, log on to IHSAA.org officials today. You're listening to Indiana SRN, God's Word 24-7, and sports. Back for the second half of Behind the Stripes, Keith Myers, Brenda Hilton, Patty Broderick joins us. Longtime friend, great official, uh, and you need to go and check out Patty's website about his, uh, the officiating, and uh, Patty, it's a joy to have you on this week. Well, I appreciate it, Keith. The basketball officiating has uh, really been good to me, and, and it is my career. And um, I can't tell you, just from blowing a whistle, um, um, you know, it's been a bigger part of my life than than, than about anything else. So um, amazing, just amazing. You know, Patty, earlier you talked about just the camaraderie and the, the network of people that are in the officiating community. And that was one of the things that drew me um, to work with these groups. And 
while I was at the Summit League, I had the pleasure of working with men's and women's basketball, softball, baseball, volleyball, and got to know how how every everything operates off the court. And um, I I love to see that. And and so when you're when we're talking about it specifically basketball, how are the basketball officials treated? Well. You know, Brenda, I, I think any official, we had a memory, we had a symposium right before the uh, uh, Big Ten tournament in March before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that symposium, we had uh, a panel of, of uh, student, I think there was a student athlete, there was officials, there was a coach, there was people from the NCAA, there was people from the National High School Federation. John LeClone, the commissioner from Horizon League, was involved. And, and it, you know, we talked about what is the best way that we could train and educate the, the American public, parents, fans, those that sit and watch a basketball game? Because, you know, it's inside four walls. Now you can sit at courtside. Um, and we, we discussed, we think every coach should have to go out and officiate a game or every parent or grandparent needs to go out and create a game and understand what the dynamics are if we change shoes. And I think that educational piece would probably say, oh, my goodness, what am I doing out here? What what am I – what kind of of, of, of role model – Am I standing up in the uh, or sitting up in the stands or standing on the sideline, you know, yelling and screaming till my veins pop out of my neck that you're horrible or you're terrible or go back to Foot Locker or you don't quit your day job or <laughs> meet me in the parking lot? You, you, know? you so, know them all. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I've heard them all. And as a matter of fact, I've been met in the parking lot before. So <laughs> I, I just think that we need to do your officially human is a service. And it is a um, uh, a program that can start to educate what actually is going on in regards to how to help, how to how to be a good sporting fan, how to how to be a better role model role model for today's student athletes or today's youth on how much better we should be and what's the right way to cheer, um, mm-hmm. you know, and how do you gracefully lose? Um, and it's not just because there's one call in a game that maybe they didn't get right. Well, they're human beings. They're human right. beings. They're going to make mistakes. So a coach is going to make a mistake. Mistake. A, a, a player is going to make a mistake. You know, you don't kick them off the team. You don't tell them you're going to meet them out in the parking lot. You know, a right. coaches. You know, coaches don't uh, get penalized for losing games. Now, year after year after year. If the record is 0 and 45, you know, hey, you got to move on to a different different job. You know, you, you weren't very very successful coach. So I, I just think what you're doing with officially human and Keith, you know, the outreach that you're having with your program to better educate, um, I mean, that's a great start. You know, we look at um, the game differently because we are now broadcasting. Patty, I know you know about Indiana SRN, and we broadcast over. 300 games a year uh, and we see the difference a little bit of fans uh, you know two or three years ago to where they are now but you know with this 
the uh, the situation that we're in now, it is interesting to see the fans a little bit different than what they had been. Someone's going to take their seat because there's only 250 people that can watch the game. But it seems like it's calmed down a little bit. But I think we still got a long way to go. We do, Keith. And I think at the high school level, at the grade school level, at the AAU level, uh, but especially in schools, grade schools, high schools, our principals, our athletic directors, um, they need to make sure that they educate their parents, their fans, their spirit squads, their pep squads, their cheerleaders, their bands. This is not going to be tolerated. We're not going to have you saying, you know, these kinds of cheers. Um, uh, this is the way you should cheer. This is this, These are the cheers that you should. And, and I would, if I was an athletic director and I heard, you know, Hey, you're awful. You're terrible. You're horrible. And it, you know, I'm trying to to soften that a little bit because you know it's much worse than that. Yes. Right. <laughs> and I'm not. And I'm not going to say that. But if I was an athletic director, I mean, I, I would be at that game or assistant athletic. I'd march right up into those stands and say, Hey, 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 hey. That's not necessary. That's that's not the way we want you to cheer. So you know, cut it out, or we're gonna we're gonna move you up to the nosebleed section. Or we're going to ask you to leave. So I think we got to start calling out those kinds of behaviors that cross the line. You're listening yeah. to Behind uh, the Stripes on Indiana SRN. Go ahead, Brenda. One of, one of the things that I um, have been tracking on, and I know you guys, every assigner in the country, whether it doesn't matter what level we're at, is I always think about, okay, when, when schools are going to, take cuts or they're they're not going to make cuts whether it's a park district or an AAU or you know the, a small division three college are you seeing that they're going to do things like not provide towels and water and Gatorade to officials right now in the near future because of COVID Brenda yeah yeah y yes there there are a lot of cuts going to happen um uh, collegiately we're we're talking about um um not even showering because um, we, we're, we're afraid to, to use the facilities and how clean they're going to be. So maybe go to the game dressed like we did back in high school and then leave dressed. Um, mm -hmm. Social distance, um, um, all kinds of things that we're talking about. They're talking about electronic whistles. Mm -hmm. They're talking about a whistle mask. They're talking about a shield to put over your whistle. They're talking about um, uh, there's a little pouch that can go over the top of your whistle. How can we protect and risk and, and, and reduce risk for not only the officials, but the players and, you know, the coaches and the people along the sidelines. So the NCAA, I was just on a conference call yesterday with the NCAA Mechanics Committee, and we, we, we've got a whole list of um, COVID-19 protocols that we're mm -hmm. discussing to protect our officials. You know, yeah. you, you talked about the electronic whistle. Uh, I, I, we did a game the other day uh, as we're doing games remotely, uh, and all three officials in soccer had the electronic whistle because they don't want to blow the whistle. I think high school football starts here this Friday night. It would be interesting how many officials are going to be wearing a mask or, or um, a shield along with their whistles. I, I mean, it, you make a great point, and I think – 
if we can do that and keep this game safe, I think we can get people back on the courts and on the fields, and that's exactly what we want to do, and we want fans to behave as well. Exactly, Keith. I mean, you know, sport is a big part of our, our American fiber, um, you know, whatever sport it is. And to be able to uh, get that thing up and running again, there are some things that we've got to do and we've got to, you know, we got to wear the mask. We got to wash the hands. We have to stay six to eight feet apart. We got to stay out of large crowds, but large crowds involve sports. So you're probably looking at games being played with no fans. Hopefully they, they be streamed and they can watch them on their computer or they can watch them on the TV for this next upcoming year. Um, but you know, you, we're talking about not only protecting players and fans, but we're talking about protecting the officials too. So right. um, it's it's a it's a it's a hand in hand kind of thing. There are so many more questions than there are answers. Um, you know, we, we're trying to get football up and running, but it's having its bumps and bruises. So uh, you know, things are working in the NBA and WNBA, but they're in a bubble. They're 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 playing in one facility. It's very secure. It's very safe. It's very clean. So you're not going to have that in high school and grade school and college because, you know, we play at a, a, a different arena every night. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I thank you for the softball because if you would like to listen to in, uh, and watch stream sports, you can listen to Indiana SRN and watch it on Indiana SRN. Thank you so much, Patty. I, I appreciate that plug. You're, hey, you're quite welcome. You know, you know, <laughs> I got to help you out, Keith. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is going to cost me, Brenda. It, she's going to she's going to charge me for that. Trust me. <laughs> As we're approaching our, the last question, Brenda, I'll take it. Let you have it. Well, thank you, Keith, and and Patty. Again, thank you so much for doing this for us. It, it means a lot, and we talk all the time about we got to bring people together and and talk about this. If you had one closing statement for people to hear that on officiating and, you know, you talked a little bit about what we need to do, but if there's one ask that you would have for the listeners, what would it be? Um, you know, as far as officiating goes, I, I would ask our listeners to, to realize that you cannot play any kind of game without players. You can't play any kind of game without a coach and you can't play any kind of game without officials, media, all the whole, everything that goes along with it. So, you know, officiating is a big part of um, sport. And uh, I would ask the American public and I'd ask anybody that's listening, if you want to be an official, I can drive you to the right place where that can happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I, I, I just think that just kind of remember where we are and what we're doing and that kinder, gentler fan and that you are a role model and that a lot of people are listening. And just think for one moment, if you could, if you change shoes, um, would you want to be able, you know, would you want any of that yelling and screaming and all that kind of thing going on? And I dare say that you would. So, you know, I think it's just, and I'm not talking about, Hey, you're, you, you, that was a terrible call. And, and that was bad. And I'm just talking when it crosses the line and it starts to get vicious and and hateful and, you know, scary. So just remember, let's don't go there. Let's have healthy um, cheering. And the, there is a winner and there is a loser. And just because you lose does not mean the officiating cost you that game. 
Patty, tell awesome. ev- Patty, tell everybody your website, how they can uh, log on to your website if they wanted to be, uh, become official. And and uh, and for that, we thank you very much. Go ahead and share your website with them. It's ABO Camp, ABO Camp, which is America's Best Officiating Camp, dot com. And I was a graduate in 1999, and I made it through it. And <laughs> you know what, Brenda? I, I will never be the same. No, you will never be the same. But I just got to tell you, Keith, you want to quit saying 1999. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't age you, ma'am? No, it ages us both. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> That's true. Right. Thank you so much oh, for joining Thanks, Patty. Thanks you, for joining us. You, you're welcome. Keith, Brenda, have a wonderful day. And uh, appreciate what you guys do. It's a, it's a great service. You Thank bet. you so you much. Bet. Brenda, I'll see you next week, week 14 next week, huh? All right, I'm ready. All right, we'll talk to you next I, week. Don't forget I to thank join. Thank you. Okay, don't forget to join us every week right here on Indiana SRN and Behind the Stripes. Indiana SRN, where you're always in the game. Goodbye, everybody. Listening to Behind the Stripes, a show that supports our officials, athletic directors, coaches, players, and fans by bringing attention to good sportsmanship, strong leadership, selfless teamwork, and respect for others on and off the playing field. Thank you for listening to Behind the Stripes, powered by Indiana SRN. You're listening to Indiana SRN, God's Word 24 7, and sports.